Today on Smooth Jazz, we'll take a look at the preseason games and some notable standouts. Plus, a preview of this week's first games of the regular season and a follow-up to the ever-changing Utah Jazz color scheme story. Stay tuned to the end for the details of our first giveaway. All this and more today on Smooth Jazz. You're listening to Smooth Jazz with Jackson and Kyle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Smooth Jazz, the best Utah jazz podcast in the game. I'm Kyle Bowman here with Jackson Ringer. And today is Jazz Basketball Eve. We are less than 24 hours away from the regular season. Dude, it's a good day. It's an exciting day. It's I feel like it's the the eve of, of something really special, a really special season. I I feel it. This this year's the year. I'm all in on this year, and it's an honor to be back with uh with with you, Kyle. You know they said they said we couldn't do it. They said they we did. they said we couldn't record a sep- a second episode. We had all these haters, all these doubters. Uh, they were all working against us, but here we are, back in the studio. And they'll be hating even more tomorrow night when we're at the game. <laughs> Me and Jackson, and also our producer Jax, will all be at the game tomorrow night. Excited to see them in person for the first time since they lost the person. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but we'll start out today with a little bit of jazz news. First of all, Zare Wade has signed with the Salt Lake City Stars. Is that nepotism or is he that good? <laughs> um, I don't know. We don't, we don't care because we love, we love D Wade. And will Zare Wade ever get minutes in a jazz uniform? I uh, I don't know, but it would be really cool if it, it happened. It would be really cool. We love the Wades. Happy to have Zare Wade in Salt Lake. Might have to catch a Stars game this season. Yep. Yep. Also, if you haven't already seen, the Jazz have made their picks on CLB versus Donda. Almost half of them didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> there was Bogey. Bogey said he doesn't listen to <laughs> I wonder what Bogey listens to. I'm... I w- I'm thinking like Croatian, like folk music. Do you think? I wonder that as well. <laughs> Joe Ingalls asked what that meant. And I was surprised how many people picked Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, I don't, I don't Donovan know. Donovan Mitchell Poor was takes. pro Donda. Yes, of course. Of course, the greatest player in the league would be a fan of the greatest album of the year. It only makes sense. But a lot, a lot were CLB. Yeah. But Go take a look at that on the Jazz social media if you're interested to see who picked who. Um, In other Jazz news, um, it's been recently announced that the Jazz will be offering a new streaming service so that you don't have to have Dish or DirecTV. Um, Fubo TV will now carry AT&T Sportsnet. However, $65 a month does not carry TNT, so you'll miss at least four Jazz games this season. Um. So it's not ideal. But Ryan Smith responded to that tweet. He replied and said, Poco a poco. Which, what does that mean, Kyle? It means uh, little by little. He's a very cultured man, Ryan Smith. Very cultured. So I think he's working to make it more available. And it's about time. Yeah, I mean, when I when I woke up and I saw the the tweet or whatever of the news story that said, Jazz, add new streaming option. I was super hyped. Um 
because that's what we've been asking for forever as as jazz fans a way for it to be easier to watch the games and then once i cl- i clicked on the article and read uh, more details about it it's not as as promising as i thought it was i mean fubo is still like pretty expensive and i already have youtube tv um that i feel like that would be the best situation if if it was on youtube tv but as you said as ryan smith said it's a step in the right direction and hopefully hopefully fingers crossed next year when they don't have this terrible at&t contract anymore there will be more options to watch the game that's the hope and i i think that next year we'll be freed free the jazz free the jazz bro free the jazz Comment how you're watching jazz games because yeah, if you know, please tell us. It's cause... very, it's very hard right now. I have my uh, my VPN, and I have League Pass India. You're but gonna get arrested now. It, it doesn't always work. Yeah, the yeah. FBI is gonna hear this. Yeah, all the all the listeners who uh, are members of the FBI, they get come after me. I'm sorry, but he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to watch them all live this season. Yeah, it was in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only solution. In other jazz news, NBA 2K in their 2K simulator has predicted Joe Ingles to win sixth man of the year. Let's go. So Let's go, Joe. He almost had it last I year. almost had it. Well, I I hope the competition's between Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson again. I don't see why not. I don't see how that couldn't be the case again. So I'm excited for some more NBA awards for the jazz this year. For sure. Um, also... Donovan Mitchell made the list for uh, MVP odds. Okay, at number fourteen. Okay, so he's not he's not up there, up there. But we'll take a look at that also a little later. Donovan Mitchell also featured on GQ Sports. How I made my first million dollars. How I spent my first million dollars actually, and uh, ninety thousand on himself. All of the rest on his mom, his sister, and his foundation. What a guy, bro. So, D. Mitch, what a guy. He bought himself a nice car, and then the rest he spent on his family. So, very admirable very from Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, obviously, just the best dude to ever to ever play in the state of Utah, without a doubt. Wow. <laughs> Big take. <laughs> no, he's a beast. Uh, yeah, it was awesome watching that video, because I've, I've seen... Um, this is a series that GQ Sports does, and uh, a lot of the times they have celebrities or athletes, and you know they all have all these crazy purchases, and it's, it's a lot of it's centered around them. But yeah, as you said, Donovan Mitchell only spent ninety k on himself; everything else went to his uh, his family and um, others. And you know that's just, that's just the type of guy D. Mitch is. So three hundred thousand for his sister's tuition, two hundred fifty thousand. For a down payment on his mom's house, two hundred fifty thousand to his um, his foundation, Spida Cares. So, definitely proud to have him in Utah for sure. Now, a little news around the NBA, as I'm sure you've all seen. Um, Aiton has not been able to reach an agreement with the Suns after discussions. They've ended without signing a deal. Aiton wanted the max. Suns said no. He wanted the five-year max. Suns offered him a three-year and a four-year max. He said no. Suns won't pay. Is that a bad move on? The I Suns? just I don't understand. Um, I don't. If you're already offering him a four-year, why not do the five-year? 
I don't know. And I think the Suns have this one this one little moment of time, this one shot to really win a championship. Um especially Chris Paul. Chris Paul, he's at the end of his career, nearing the end of his his career. And his his goal is to win a championship and this is the best situation he's ever been to been in to do so. And I think the Suns are just their front office is first of all kind of messing with the chemistry of the team and now Aiton's future with the team is in doubt and and Chris Paul is the guy who really m- makes the most of Aiton's game. He helps him f- re- reach his full potential and I just I don't really understand I don't really really understand this. I don't know why you wouldn't pay him the max in your efforts to win the championship because um Rudy Gobert I don't know if he's he's really a max caliber player but you had to, you had to pay him the max if you want to win the championship as the Jazz did last year so I don't know why the Suns wouldn't pay DeAndre Ayton the max to do the same Yeah that's the question is DeAndre Ayton worth it maybe not but is the team chemistry worth it? Is it worth keeping them together so you can run it back and have a successful season? You kind of have to just fork it over and give them the money. But yeah. the Suns might have dropped the ball with this one, and it could be a costly mistake. Right before the season two, it's just, I don't know. It's a little. If I was a Suns fan, I'd be definitely frustrated. But I agree. Um, like I said earlier, the MVP odds have been released. Luka Doncic favored to win the MVP, followed closely by KD, and like we said, Donovan Mitchell at number 14. Do you think Mitchell could be a part of the MVP conversation this year? Um, I want to say yes, but I feel like with the way the Jazz operates, I don't, I don't, I maybe a dark horse, maybe he finishes like 10th in the overall standings for MVP. I don't know. I feel like I just don't know if he can put up the numbers individually to really be serious in that seriously in that MVP conversation. Yeah, the Jazz are one of the few organizations that still play team basketball. They're yeah. a very selfless form of basketball. Luka Doncic has nobody. Yeah. He is clearly the best player on his team. He's the only player on his team really. Yeah. So, it's easier for him to stand out as like a diamond in the rough kind of thing. Yeah, but Donovan Mitchell surrounded by a great supporting cast, um, lots of balanced scoring, uh, sharing the basketball. So it's hard to really see him shine the same way that Luca does. But he's always in the MVP conversation within Utah, whether yeah, or not yeah. whether or not it's a uh, valid for as long as he's in Utah for the rest of his career, he'll always get those MVP chants at the free throw line near the end of the season. That will always happen. He'll always be the MVP in our hearts. Um, but, you know, and I'd rather have it that way. I don't want Donovan Mitchell just carrying the team because um, we don't have options. I mean, the Jazz are pretty well-rounded. This could be the best team they've ever, well, the best team they've had since 98. Um, so, yeah, I think I think I, I, I feel like Luka Doncic winning the MVP is, is very likely. Um, if I was betting on it, I'd bet on him. Um, but the the thing that's really matters to me is if Donovan Mitchell can get that all all uh, NBA because um, he deserves it. Uh, just injuries last season, 
allow didn't allow him to get it. But I feel like this year is, is finally finally the year he gets that all NBA um, status or ranking or whatever award. Yeah, and he's been deserving of that for a while. So hopefully the stars align and he's able to get the award and also get secure the bag, get that money that for comes sure. with that. For sure. So now we're going to take a look at the preseason. Um, definitely a little interesting. Off to a slow start. They were um, they lost their first couple of games, even if we couldn't watch them. Yeah, that that to me... The San Antonio Spurs game, the Jazz versus Spurs game, the first game of the preseason, the fact that that was not televised, an NBA game in 2021 is, like, ridiculous to me. I don't know. Um, that That's just crazy. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed like they – I mean, it's preseason basketball. It's preseason yeah. in the NBA. So it's hard to get, like, a good feel for yeah. how the team's going to do because – um, you don't really know. The rotations are changing. Guys are getting minutes just to test them out. But there were a couple very notable standouts. Jared Butler, uh, obviously being the number one standout, averaging 18 points per game, 4.3 assists, and 49% field goal shooting. So he really showed out. He led not only the Jazz in both points and assists, he led all rookies um, in scoring during the preseason. So now the question is, how many minutes does he see during the regular season? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it was very impressive his performance in the preseason. Um, some of it is is due to the fact that the Jazz didn't really, really play their their starters too much, especially in the in the first two games. Uh, but he looked he looked good. He wasn't afraid. He drove. He got to the basket. Um, he he looked impressive. Um, and yeah, I think he has a shot at getting into the rotation. We know with Quinn Snyder, it's very hard to get into his rotation. It takes some time. You have to to earn his trust. You have to prove yourself. Um, but Jared Jared Butler could have a big role with the Jazz this season, especially if if you want to rest Conley. I mean, last year we saw that whenever Conley missed time. You had Joe Ingles running the point, which at this point in his career, he's just he's just too old. It puts too much stress on him. And then at the Jazz were also very dependent on, on Mitchell when Conley was out. But now you have Jared Butler, who looks very confident, um, looks very mature, has, has a good game. Um, he can fill in for Conley if he misses time. And so I feel like he could definitely get into the rotation. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you have to crack the rotation where you have Joe Ingles, um, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, and Jordan Clarkson. All of those very good players. You know, you have sixth man of the year, his runner-up, Mike Conley, who is one of the most uh, impactful players in the NBA, and superstar Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So you're a rookie coming in to that rotation at the one and two. It's going to be tough to crack that. Plus, you add in the fact that it's tough to earn Quinn Snyder's trust. Yeah. But Jared Butler played in such a way that I think it's very possible. He plays very confident basketball. Yeah, He plays very smart basketball. He's able not only to score but to facilitate. And it shows a lot of maturity in his game. Um, he plays like a rookie in the sense that he plays fearless. Like he's not scared. You saw him take that three right in uh, Giannis's eye. Yeah. Um, 
but he plays like he's been there. He plays like he's not afraid, like he's done this before. Yeah. I'm very excited to, to watch his game. And uh, we saw we saw three years ago um, Donovan Mitchell, or four years ago, whatever it was, the 2017 preseason. We saw Donovan Mitchell dominate that preseason. And then he went on to have a, a stellar rookie season. Jared Butler's in a in a little bit different of a situation, but I still I still see him eventually breaking into the rotation this year, um, and becoming very dependent on when Conley um, is out and heaven forbid Mitchell is out. But yeah, yeah, and it it does give you kind of that same feeling that we had watching Donovan Mitchell um, in the summer league in the free season, his rookie season. The difference is, like you said, there there isn't that opening. Yeah, um, the Jazz obviously. Missing an important guard that will not be named after a tough summer. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell stepped up and was able to more than fill that hole. But um, hopefully Jared Butler is able to see some minutes become an integral part of the team. Yeah. Um, the other the other player uh, that we, we, we saw some of in the preseason is Hassan Whiteside. Um and he's he's a big question mark for me. I I don't know what to expect from Hassan Whiteside. Can he be better than Derek Favors? Can the Jazz look comfortable when Gobert's on the floor? When Gobert's off the floor? Um, I I don't know. That's been a, a problem for the Jazz for for a while. When Gobert's off the floor, they're not as dominant. Um, and it makes sense that the offense runs through him. But can Hassan Whiteside fill that that role to an extent? when he's he's subbing in for Rudy Gobert. And the other question is how durable is he? How long will he last this season? Yeah. Because he's you know, he's on the veteran minimum contract. He's got something to prove. Yeah. But he's been in the league for a while. Yeah. He's he's getting older. Um hopefully heaven forbid we don't have any injury problems. Um but I would like I would hope to see an improvement. I love Derek Favors. Great player. Yeah. Utah Jazz royalty, in my opinion. For sure. Um, but it would be really nice to be able to upgrade that and not miss that those crucial minutes when Gobert is off the floor, yeah. be able to capitalize on that time. Yeah. And I'm wondering if Quinn can can have a little bit of a Jordan Clarkson scenario with, with Hassan Whiteside. I think it's fair to say that Hassan Whiteside's been a little underwhelming for the majority of of his career, um, but it was it was the same with Clarkson and Clarkson came to the Jazz and and found a role and and blossomed into that role and and became dominant, became the sixth man of the year. Can Hassan Whiteside do the same? Can Can Quinn Snyder help elevate his game? That will be interesting to see because in in the preseason he did look a little rocky, but um, I don't know. Give him time to acclimate to get used to the system. And we'll we'll see how it goes. And that's one thing that Quinn Snyder does really well is he finds players that fits roles and he helps them thrive. Um, Jordan Clarkson being the prime example, but he's done that also. Bogdanovich becoming a very sure. very yeah. uh, solid role player for the Jazz. Mike Conley becoming a great facilitator late yeah, in all his star. career. Yeah, becomes an all star for the first time in his career. Very late in his career. So I think that if anyone can help Hassan Whiteside kind of have that um renewal of his career and find really hit his stride it's uh quinn snyder with the jazz yeah 
Um, other notable player, Rudy Gay. Also question mark because of his uh, foot surgery. He's been out for a while, but once he's healthy. Yeah, he should he should be back soon, I assume. We didn't see him in the preseason, unfortunately. We won't see him tomorrow night. Um, but I think this is probably he's probably the most important pickup of the offseason. Um there's there's a, a big role he's going to play in in stretching the floor and being another another option as a shooter when, when you're playing teams like the Clippers who switch defensively, so all the pressure's not on Mitchell. Uh he's a good defender. I think he he's just going to be such an integral part to the Jazz team coming off the bench this season and, and playing in crucial crucial game situations. Uh, it just is a matter of how he can fit in with the team, and we've we've heard that he's already getting along really well with the team. Um, I was reading a, a, a Tony Jones article uh, from the Athletic this morning that talked about that. It's just fingers crossed. This this isn't another situation that you had. Two years ago, in the in the 2020 season, where the Jazz the Jazz signed uh, Jeff Green and Ed Davis to kind of help with the same the same role that uh, Rudy Gay is going to play, and they didn't even last until uh, they they were gone by by December. It didn't even play. So fingers crossed, Rudy Gay can be that 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 stretch four, that key defender, that good shooter that the Jazz need off the bench. And that's what they really need. Hopefully. We're able to see him on the floor a lot this season. Yeah, he's able to work in um, minutes with uh, Royce O'Neal, kind of be that wing perimeter yeah. uh, defender and also three point shooter. Uh, but only time will tell. Only time will tell for sure, bro. So after a bit of a inconsistent preseason, we are now finally here. Here it is, almost game day. Uh, the Jazz taking on Oklahoma City tomorrow night in Salt Lake. Me, Jackson, and our dear friend and producer, Jax, <laughs> will all be there. There are some injuries. Obviously, Trent Forrest still day-to-day with his concussion protocol. Eric Pascal has been limited to no contact during Monday's practice, um, as reported by Eric Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune. He's day-to-day. Elijah Hughes also day-to-day, and Rudy, Go- Rudy Gay is still out. Um, with his foot injury and surgery. So we won't see everyone, but I'm still very excited for the lineup. Hopefully get to see Jared Butler. Um, the Jazz are favored to win this game by 12 points, according to Pick Center, and we will see one of our very dear friends tomorrow. Bro, D-Faves, bro. <laughs> Can't wait to see him, man. Can't wait to be there for that standing ovation. D-Faves deserves nothing but a standing ovation. I expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confident that Utah will give him a, oh, for a sure. warm welcome. For sure. Um, let's talk about some notable players on Oklahoma City. Yes, the Thunder, uh, with all their draft picks, their trillions of draft picks. This, uh, this past draft, they had six. They traded away two. They drafted four players. Uh, the 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 big name is is Josh Giddy, the six eight point guard, sixth pick of the draft from the Australian National Basketball League. He he looks good. I'm really excited to see him. Um, I I don't I don't know if he'll he'll get starter minutes. I doubt that, but I I'm sure he'll have a have a big role in the game. You also have Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, 
and the Thunder acquired the rights um, in the draft to Jeremiah Robinson Earl. So those are the new names on the on the Thunder. And uh, this past offseason, they extended Shea. Uh, I don't even know how you say that. SGA is what I call him. Uh, but uh, he they extended him to a five-year, uh, $172 million deal. Um, and and he's he's definitely their their most uh, dominant player. So it it will be exciting to see them. I I expect the Jazz uh, to win this game. Uh, the Thunder aren't aren't one of the stronger. They're they're one of the weaker teams in the, in the West. But it will be fun. It will be a great time. You got the block party. It's opening 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 night, babies. It's just gonna it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I think that the Jazz will win by more than twelve. Um, I don't think it's going to be a close game, but I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, the Thunder in ESPN's power rankings are sitting at number 30, dead last. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the Jazz, on the other hand, are number five behind um, the Bucks, the Nets, the Lakers, and the Suns. Um, according to me, they should be higher, but that's okay. ESPN, we uh, we still love you. But I think it's going to be a bit of a blowout. I'm hoping. I'm excited to just see the boys out on the court again. Yeah. At Vivint Arena in the new black color scheme. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later. The other matchup this week, the Jazz will be heading to Sacramento. Um, the Kings, who have not made the postseason for 15 years, now have drafted Davian Mitchell, the Naismith Defender, Defensive Player of the Year, the 19th overall pick, fellow Butler or Baylor, Baylor alumni, yes, Jared Butler of Baylor, not Jared Baylor of Butler. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see those two, the rookies. Hopefully uh, there's a bit of a storyline there. Um, maybe the Kings turned it around this season. They have not been good for a long time. Yeah, they haven't made the postseason for, for 15 years, so I'm... RIP to uh, all those Kings fans out there. Uh they've looked promising uh at various moments and in, in parts of seasons. The problem is they've never been able to put it together. They're vi- they're they're pretty young. Um they uh they they won the Summer League championship this year. Uh and they their only free agent addition is uh former center Alex Len from from the Wizards. Um and then they also added Tristan Thompson as part of a three-way trade um this offseason. So uh they they have pretty much the same roster with with a few additions. Um but I I expect them to be a little better than last year. I mean they're they're only getting better building the chemistry. You have De'Aaron Fox who is a a, a good point guard. Um and so, so we'll see. You can never count out the the Kings when you play them because they're always going to play hard. They're kind of like when the Jazz played played Memphis uh, in the playoffs last year. Yeah, the Jazz won. Uh, uh, they won that series four um, one. But the 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 result of that series doesn't doesn't show how how tough the Grizzlies played because they they're a young team. They played hard. It was a, those were tough games for the Jazz to win. It's it's the same with the Kings, in my opinion. The Kings are, uh, they're they're always going to be playing hard, and so I I expect a competition, especially as it's uh Friday night in Sacramento. I 
this isn't the easiest game for the Jazz to win, I don't think. And I think when you add a young, talented rookie to a team that's not great, you know, it's a make or break for the rookie. With the pressure, you have Davian Mitchell added to the team. Yeah. That kind of pressure will either allow him to thrive or it will, you know, have the negative impact on him. Yeah. Um, so it could go one of two ways. Uh, I'd be happy to see the Kings do better. Yeah. It's always good to have some more competition in the West from other sources than uh, the usual suspects. Yeah, no, for sure. I I like the Kings, um, and it will be exciting to see Davion Mitchell play, former or Naismith Defensive Player of the Year last year, national champion last year. As we mentioned, Jared, Jared Butler's old teammate. So it will be it will be a fun game to watch. I'm excited for that one. And you know the Jazz are kind of known for their slow starts. Yeah. To to the season, they usually end up finishing well, as you saw last year. Yeah. Um, with the best record in the NBA. But should we expect another slow start to this season? Um, I want to say no, but. Probably yes. I don't know. That's just how it's gone uh, the past few seasons. Last year, was it was a little better. Um, but the, the two years before that, yeah, they're just known for their slow starts. Uh, I remember them losing some, some head-scratching games, so like the Timberwolves and the Knicks last year early in the season. Um, so I, I say we just expect the same because that's what we've seen. Uh, but don't, don't, don't panic. We saw that the Jazz obviously finished first first in the west last year best record in the nba the they'll be fine but i wouldn't be surprised if we see a slow start if we see a, a couple losses within the first week week or so of the of the season we'll see i'm i'm not expecting a slow start okay. I, w- I wouldn't be worried if yeah. we had a slow start i feel confident in how we'll do this season but with the training cap camp we had in las vegas yeah uh the level of competition that was there the team chemistry the new additions, I feel like we're locked and loaded and ready to roll. I think that we'll fire on all cylinders early and um, get off to a great start and have a great finish. That's okay. the hope. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be worried. Yeah. I think it's always like there's always going to be some kinks to work out, but I feel like the Jazz are pretty set and they'll be ready to go early. Okay. And now we'll take a look at our predictions. One day away from the regular season, how do you see the Jazz finishing? Yeah, I see them finishing first in the West, baby. I see them going 58-24. and 24. Uh, This is the first 82-game season in two years. So, uh, yeah, welcome back, 82-game seasons. I, I see a 58-24 regular season in the works. That's my prediction. What about you, Kyle? I agree. I'm seeing a first in the West finish. I'm expecting at least 55 wins. Oh, yeah. I think that the Jazz are very talented. They're deep. They're durable. Um, Aside from a couple, obviously, injury-prone players, I think that we'll be able to go the distance during the regular season and get a good playoff seed. And you know what comes next. What comes next? Not not an <laughs> er, not an early playoff exit. Oh, for sure. Western Conference Championship Finals, or bus, championship. baby. Yep. That's we, what you saw next. you saw Rudy Gobert hitting that mid range in the bus if, game. If, you know, it's, it's, if Rudy Gobert can <laughs> hit a mid range jumper, we will it's win a championship. Over. You it's, saw it happen. You saw it. It's not a lie. It wasn't. It wasn't those little 
pre those those workout those workout videos in the off season. It was in game. It was in game. It happened. He, he hit a mid range, and he didn't hesitate. He just went up and hit that. I hope to see more of those. I would be interested. The question is, how? What will the Jazz be wearing, other than their championship rings, next season? Yeah. So uh, if you if you haven't been up to date with all the tweets and the news stories, uh, it's pretty much uh, confirmed that the Jazz will be uh, switching switching colors in the uh, in the following season. I guess the twenty twenty two twenty twenty three season. Uh, unfortunately, in, in my opinion. I remember we talked about this on our first episode, and uh, we were of the opinion that the whole rebrand to black was just to help unify all the Jazz's different colors. You know, they sometimes wear their throwback jerseys. They sometimes sometimes wear their city jerseys, and they have their regular set of uniforms, and they have this very diverse palette of colors. So we just assumed that the black and white was for kind of like social media purposes, marketing purposes, to just help unify everything. But uh, we were wrong, Kyle. Yeah, it looks like, according to Ryan Smith, there will definitely be a rebranding. Yeah. And um, if you haven't seen on Twitter, Jazz Nation, at Jazz Nation News, uh, tweeted some theories about why it's almost certain the Jazz are going to black, white, and highlighter yellow um you that are watching can see this shirt that i'm wearing from the playoffs last season looks like the jazz are going this way uh they tweeted an example from the jazz website their schedule which is all black white and highlighter yellow uh the replies came from ryan smith who said no kidding in response to people are overreacting about this yeah but he said, by the way, that schedule looks two fire emojis, one eyeball emoji. So Ryan Smith seems to be a fan of the black, white, and yellow color scheme. Me personally, I thought the shirt was cool. I was excited to get the I shirt. I do like the shirt. But I don't feel great about changing everything over to this. I've seen some jersey mock-ups, and I'm not a huge fan um, and most of them are using the Jazz current gold, not the, because this isn't the Jazz's current yellow. Yeah, this me, is a much brighter yellow. You asked me before the podcast, what does the yellow represent? And I was like, I immediately said, well, it's it's Beehive because Utah's the Beehive state. But you're right that that yellow is is a very fluorescent. It's yellow. not a bee yellow. It's not. It's uh. It's interesting, man. I I mean, and then you see Ryan Smith. He spoke at the Summit Slopes, Slope Summit, whatever that was, uh, the the tech summit they had last week here in uh, Utah and Lehigh. Um, and he talked about the color scheme, and he said the Jazz are going to be switching to a, a black and white base next season, and that the it won't just be black and white. There will be other colors. I assume that means there will be yellow added to that. Um it's interesting. I don't know. I, I we voiced our opinions on this before. Um, I I don't. I, it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, in my opinion, it feels like an unnecessary, unnecessary change. But you know, Ryan Smith, he is the new owner. He he does want to give this the the Jazz a a revamped brand. Um, and as the owner, he he's able to do that. I just don't. I 
I don't know why we don't go back to the purple. I, I'm a big fan of the purple. Um, the podcast, you know, our logo is the purple, all that. It's it's just classic. Uh, and and this black, white, yellow type thing, it, it seems like a, a fad to me. It seems like they're trying to modernize the jazz and just take things in, in a direction where we don't need to go. But that's just that's just my opinion. There's a part of me that foolishly hopes that it's kind of like he's he's testing the waters. Is that, yeah, well, we saw with the font on on social media, the Jazz have been using this font, this terrible like retro video game style font in their in their social media graphics for for the the game day announcements. And uh, enough people complained in the comments that they changed the font. So maybe this is the same thing. I hope. Yeah. But re- realistically, I don't think so. Yeah. I think that we need to resign to our black, white, and yellow fate um, and have faith that they make it look good somehow. I don't, yeah. I'm not a huge fan, but um, I'll suspend my judgment until I, I see it. I know that at least for this season, we have our classic like icon association jerseys um, and the city edition. Yeah. So we have, we have at least one more season with the jerseys we know and love. Um, upsetting that we won't see the purple mountain jerseys again because in my opinion that's the best best uniform in the nba overall ever yeah i said it and i think it just represents utah so it's tough i'm sad but sadly optimistic i guess maybe maybe something good will come out of this something good will definitely come out of our giveaway (laughs) Yes, sir. What is that something, Jackson? What is our giveaway? So, if you follow us on social media in the coming days, we'll be posting a giveaway. We have two free tickets. Yes, free. Great tickets to a great game, in fact. Uh, the Thunder versus, or not the Thunder, the Jazz versus the Nuggets on Tuesday, October 26th at 8 p.m. Next week, here in Utah, at the Viv, is going to be rocking. And so, yeah, follow us on social media for that giveaway um, because, yeah, it's going to be sick. Who doesn't want free tickets to a jazz game? Amen. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. I think that that might be a better game than the OKC game for sure. I think so, yeah. um, Yeah, follow us, and you'll see details more on social media for that giveaway. Um, That's all we have for today. Make sure to like and follow on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, not only for the giveaway, but for all of our great Utah Jazz content. Uh, special thanks to our producer, Jax, behind the camera, the one who makes it all happen. You can hear me and him on our podcast, Big Hair and the Beard, also on Spotify and Apple Music. Stay tuned for new episodes weekly of Smooth Jazz. Smooth <laughs> Jazz.